Welcome to this episode of UMBC's Miked Up. My name is Denise Cardona from the Office of Professional Programs. We're joined today by Dr. Erin Van Dyke, Graduate Program Director with UMBC's Health Information Technology Graduate Program. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome, Dr. Van Dyke. It's a pleasure to have you join us today. Thank you so much. Pleasure to be here. Can you tell us a little bit about the path that you took to land here at UMBC? Sure, certainly. It's always kind of funny to me to uh, reflect on that path just because I think it's been kind of an interesting one. And one that I like to reflect on with students, honestly, who have kind of reflected on their own path as well. Mine was somewhat of an unconventional one. I actually initially started in uh, film and marketing, uh, originally with the intention actually of looking at film and uh, digital media for education. But then like a lot of people, obviously we're all consumers of healthcare of, you know, each of us are patients. And I, I have someone in my household who is a kidney transplant patient. And through that experience that we initially were in the Pacific Northwest, and that actually brought us here out to Baltimore, uh, to Johns Hopkins Hospital, uh, to the idea was he was going to get a kidney transplant and eventually we would go back home. He's doing quite well now, so I just wanted to uh, preface that. It was uh, through that whole experience, though, what led us here when we were, you know, discovering a lot of information about what happened, kind of what led to this point. Long story short, a lot of it stemmed from an information error. Something so simple as just a, a transcription error issue with uh, whether it was a provider, a clinician, someone had just did something so simple with a medication and just simply put 10.0 as opposed to 100.0. And so because of that, it wound up being the wrong amount of medication, which wound up creating a neurotoxicity and it created damage in the kidney, which resulted in this much larger ongoing issue. And, you know, like a lot of patients and patients' families, you know, you go through this debriefing process and you're trying to understand what happened. But I, I guess for me, you know, being 3,000 miles from home here in Baltimore City, and I'm just sitting here at, the, at, the, at Johns Hopkins Hospital, and I'm just marveling at just what happened. I mean, just, you know, what, what happened and furthermore, what can prevent something like this from happening? It was through the conversations actually as, as a patient's family member talking to nurses as they were in the, in the hospital room. And we were talking about this again, this was had this happened 3000 miles away, but then they were talking to me about some of the different changes that were happening at their hospital. They were saying, well, we're, we're changing right now from a patient, you know, from, from, from a patient's paper record over to an electronic record right now. And one of the intentions of this is to be able to help prevent errors like this from occurring. Well, me, you know, having this time, I just saw, started doing my own research into like, what is this and what does this mean? Long story short, I wind up doing, you know, I wind up becoming interested in the topic. I wind up working at Johns Hopkins Hospital myself. I wind up working in the clinical informatics uh, team over at uh, Johns Hopkins Nursing. I actually joined UMBC as a student. Uh, this was about 10 years ago, 11 years ago, and uh, in the information systems department. And this just became my area of study. I just, I, I very much just wanted to learn and understand this growing world of how are we using technology to be able to help patients uh, prevent errors and just to be able to and just improve patient care. Wow, that is amazing. I'm really happy that your family member is doing well now. Yes, yes, thank and you. And it's amazing how a personal experience 
that you're passionate about led to your career path. And in doing so, now you're able, by doing that career path, you're able to help other people through students or through the career work that you did to be able to help them not experience what you had to go through. That's powerful. Thank you. What excites you most about this field? I think what excites me about it is twofold. One is the fact that, of course, it's people-centered. Um, you know, the fact that it doesn't get it impacts all of us. It's, you know, there's, there's a real tangible outcome that impacts all of us at the end. And it's the fact that it's ever-changing. There's this term that we often refer to in healthcare as being a rapid change environment. And I think you, know, you can ask any of my students, I use this term constantly in my courses because I feel it just perfectly describes what, what the situation is. It's constantly changing. As soon as we think we have it pegged down, you know, we have new understanding of conditions. We have a new understanding of treatment. We have a new innovations that we're incorporating into healthcare, into the bedside in terms of how we approach patient care. And I think that's exciting. It creates new opportunities uh, for healthcare clinicians, for, uh, for health IT professionals to be able to step in, to be able to help support patient care. I just find it just a, just a very exciting field. Well, the fact that it's dynamic and ever-changing right away tells the person how important it is because with things rapidly changing like that, we need people in this field to be able to respond to those experiences and to be able to push forward and move us to the next step so that we're continuing to change and evolve with the times. Very well said. And, you know, and, and being able to have people who come from these various different positions of expertise, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those that I often will have new students who will come forward and they'll say, you know, like, well, I want to be an expert in health IT. And that's a perfectly reasonable question coming into a program. But one of the things that when you leave the program, I think students leave with a real firm understanding of is the recognition that there are so many different threads that you could follow within health IT. You know, are you more programming based? Are you more focused on the security side? Are you more focused on how to support, you know, the actual uh, human factors component as far as how people are actually interacting with the systems? Um, there are so many different components that you can, you know, follow and are different directions that you can take. And it's something that I feel, you know, really does make a difference. That speaks to the need, the industry need, which is really important, especially for prospective students who are considering entering a new field. There may be career changers, or maybe they're just trying to up their credentials to be able to move further in this particular field. So it's wonderful to hear that there really is a necessity for this students coming out of this program, they're going to have their opportunities available to them, which is a really cool thing. It really is. How did you know you wanted to be in the industry? And I think you did answer that quite eloquently, but if you had anything else to add to that. I think there was certainly that, that personal draw, or, you know, the, one of the things I discovered is kind of part of my further study at Hopkins was there's a, the concept of your personal why. There's certainly that personal why that drew me in. But as far as what it was where I kind of felt like I found my place in it was, you know, certainly one of the first things that I kind of maybe gave me some doubt or made me question whether or not this was, in fact, the right path for me. You know, certainly, I mean, coming from my background, I'm, you know, I'm not a clinician by, you know, by trade. I don't have any clinicians in my background, you know, in, in my family. Um my, you know, my mother was the first to go to college in our family. 
you know, and I still here I am at this prestigious academic medical institution. I am surrounded by incredibly intelligent, extremely accomplished people. And, you know, it was through that, that looking back, I can remember in the early days having some doubt as far as like, wow, am I, am I going to be able to make a contribution here? Is this really something that I'm going to be able to be a part of in a meaningful way? And one of the things that I found so great about health IT and something that I encourage my students to why I feel it's a really great field to be a part of is the fact that it is so diverse. It's inherently, you know, multidisciplinary, you know, it, the, the fact that just as a, as a field, it functions by bringing in different perspectives, different experiences, different backgrounds. You have some people who come in straight out of college. You have second careers. You have people who go to the military or in the military, they come in, they come back you know, and they use these really useful skills and they apply it in the healthcare field, um, both in terms of medical and technology. So it's people leveraging all of their cumulative strengths together towards a common purpose. And that's something that made me feel like I could further contribute in a way that was really meaningful. Wow, that's a great answer. Hmm. <laughs> what is your goal for students in this program? My goal for students is... It might seem like a funny answer at first, but honestly, for me, the biggest thing is I love when students come in and they have a goal. What I really love, though, is when they allow themselves the freedom to be able to open that up a little bit. To say, you know, I guess I'm coming here because I want to be a programmer. I'm coming here because I want to work in security and health IT. I'm coming here because I want to do this but I'm going to allow myself to be able to explore other possibilities as well. I'm going to network with my peers. I want to hear and learn about research happening in other areas of health IT. Because even, you know, I, what I found is that that does not in any way actually distract from students' ultimate goals, ultimate, you know, paths that they want to be on, but it just further enriches it. Um, because by doing that, you know, being able to connect with those other peers that they otherwise normally may not talk to or may not work with because they may think, oh, well, you and I aren't necessarily on the same path. We're not working towards the same goal. You know, it's through those that I've seen, you know, just through my experience here in the, in the, in the field and at UMBC in general, where they have formed, you know, like long lasting industry relationships, networking opportunities, and in some cases have found, well, yeah, I am maybe still working particularly in this one area of health IT, but my scope has broadened. And I'm now finding myself working in an area that maybe I didn't realize I had a strength in, or I didn't realize that I had an aptitude in, but because I gave myself the gift of kind of being open, allowing myself to explore. And I really feel like that's what this time it's, you know, in, in university is meant for. Absolutely. That, that ability to reflect on your studies, on your path so far in life, and on your peers and what they're doing really opens up a lot of avenues and it, it, it creates a wider scope. And so you're able to be more empathetic and understanding and self-aware. It's a really great attribute or quality of being in the university setting. It's a chance to be able to like find your footing and explore different things, expand yeah. your mind. Exactly. Yes, yes. If you could tell your younger self something, what would that be? 
You know, it's funny. I've discovered this as a parent, being able to, uh, you know, you kind of parent your child in a way where you, you kind of reflect back on who you were as a child and you say, oh, you know, if I had known this, maybe perhaps I would have done this differently. And I, I find I, I take a similar approach to that as well with what we have with mentorship, with advising and with students as well, because as I think back to my younger self, one of the reasons I think I prioritize things like exploration, giving yourself the freedom to be able to do this is I definitely was a perfectionist at elementary school, knew exactly what I was going to be. I knew exactly what I was going to do. No one could deter me from my path. And I think there's some very, uh, a very admirable things about that. And I think there's some, in some ways it can be very helpful, but I also feel there's a lot of opportunities that in the past I look back on, and I just go, you know, if I had allowed myself more time to explore this, if I'd allowed myself uh, some opportunities to be able to just kind of broaden my scope a little bit, you know, I'm very happy with where I wound up, where I wound up, but I feel like it's, it's because life had to give me a, a very unusual nudge, you know, just to be able to be able to get me where I am. Um, and I feel that I'm, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm very happy. I'm very happy where I am. And it's something that uh, if, I think if I could go back to my younger self, it would, it would be to uh, just to be able to give myself that gift of exploration and, the, and that gift of freedom, uh, just to be able to think, well, you know, this is, this is something you're interested in is something you, that you feel like you want to do, but you know, what if? Yeah, that what if question. That's a really powerful question. And also that perfectionism. I think that a lot of people experience that perfectionism and it really is limiting because you, you block yourself from opportunities where if you weren't so worried about being perfect, you would allow that freedom to be able to just explore and not worry about failing necessarily, because as long as you're trying, you're not failing. So yeah, I agree with that. All right, let's talk a little bit about the program itself. In your opinion, what is the value of UMBC's health IT graduate program? I feel that the health IT has a lot of value, but the one that comes immediately to mind actually is something that I've heard both from students, but also from faculty. And I feel that that's one of the reasons it stands out to me the most is because of all the stakeholders, I feel they are the ones that can honestly speak to it the most. And that is the fact that, you know, it is, again, it's an opportunity to both give uh, kind of a kind of a broad foundation of skills and understanding and knowledge, you know, so that no matter where you're coming from, we want to meet you where you are. And so making sure that you have those core foundational skills and understanding, but then be able to provide the flexibility to be able to have you be able to then specialize then in through your electives, you know, based upon your chosen field, based upon your chosen direction, where are you wanting to specialize? What, what electives would be able to help best support you in what direction through your professional goals? And in our advisement, you know, when I meet with students, that's, that's the primary focus is, you know, how can we tailor this program to be able to support you in your ongoing goals? And it all really does, of course, culminate in our capstone. And so as this, of course, when they, as they graduate, they're going to be completing a capstone project. And that is the, I think more than anything, that is the, what it all kind of, uh, kind of ties all those threads together. And, you know, when they say, you know, I feel like it was through this project that I was able to pull what I learned from this course, pull what I learned from this, what I was learning through this job, what I did through this internship and really create something very tangible 
um, that they can then use to be able to launch themselves into the next phase of their career. Can you talk about the industry needs and how the program addresses them? One of the things that I appreciate about this, this program as well, you know, one, we always have uh, faculty who are actively working in the industry right now. Um, and I really feel that that's a great benefit to the students and something that I've received feedback as a new GPD from students that they said they've appreciated because as they, as they have had questions about the industry, as they have had, you know, wondered about their career path, they have mentors right there who are very knowledgeable about what is currently happening, uh, being able to forecast in the future. So I think having that direct connection there in the classroom is extremely important. From, as part of a larger uh, program planning, uh, so we work with an advisory board, uh, and, and that advisory board is how we are able to connect with our um, stakeholders in the industry, just to be sure that we kind of have our finger on the pulse of, you know, what, what are those current industry priorities? Is our curriculum in line with those priorities to ensure that our students are receiving the proper uh, skills, knowledge, and competencies that they need in order to be prepared for the next up oncoming challenges? That thought leadership within industry is really valuable, is especially making sure that what's happening in the in the classroom is matching the needs of what's happening in the industry. It's that applicability and that is so valuable with our programs, I think at UMBC, the professional programs. I completely agree. How could a student, how, how can a student benefit the most from this program? It seems like a fairly straightforward question, but it's just one of those things where it's like, well, I mean, when you consider the ingredients that are necessary to be a successful student, to feel you know, successful and satisfied in your experience as a student you know, here, I think there's a lot of components to it. I think a lot of times there are students, you know, who worry about, you know, well, is this the right time? Am I in the, am I in the right place? Is it the perfect time? You know, and again, going back to, you know, what I would say to my younger self, you know, looking back, it's, there's a lot of opportunities I know that I feel like I've missed out on just simply because I was worried about, is it right? Is it perfect? And because the problem is that there is no perfect time and the right time is the time that you make it. And I've never met a student who ever went through this or any program, whoever said, you know, at the end of the day, I'm, I really regret ever having completed my degree. I really regret actually starting, you know, this, it's, it's, it's just one of those things where, I mean, it's, I mean, it's, you know, especially when it's all done, when it's all said and done, and you have just completed this, you know, a uh, great milestone in your, in your life, in your career. You know, I think it's just something that's just so important to your professional growth, your development, um, that, I mean, really, I mean, you know, really the right time is now. The right time is now, it is. In terms of students, ideal students, is there an ideal student? Who could benefit the most from a program like this? Well, we try our best to be able to meet students where they are. And that's really kind of one of the key points of the program. Um, certainly in terms of, you know, uh, the students that I think would find the most immediate benefit are going to be those who either are either uh, professionally working in healthcare currently, um, say, and they are looking for uh, more health IT background. They, they really are wanting a more stronger uh, health IT foundation, say, you know, maybe when whether they've been working in uh, hospitals, dentistry, uh, emergency health, 
but they're recognizing in their career that, you know, wow, obviously health IT is now at the foundation of everything we do. And so I, I you know, so I, in my career, I would greatly benefit from being able to, uh, to take this next step and being able to really focus more on a, on a health IT focused curriculum. Likewise, people who have more of an IT background, um, but they themselves don't have a background in healthcare. And they're recognizing, obviously, especially in our current world right now, uh, there's clearly a very big focus, very big investment right now, resources, understandably, in the need for a technology around healthcare, around health policy, around various different areas associated with health. And so with that, I feel that students who also have a background in technology, but also feel that, they're, that there's that gap that they need to fill in order to be able to make that leap over into the healthcare realm, uh, that this program could very greatly serve them as well. What would you say makes UMBC's health IT program stand apart from similar programs at other institutions? I really do feel when it comes down to it, I've been noticing it as I've been reviewing uh, students' capstones, as I've been talking to them, both as they've been preparing for the capstones and as they've been uh, talking about them, as, you know, preparing for graduation. I really feel like it is the ability that they have to tailor that capstone to their individual goals, to what it is that they want to pursue. I feel that the uh, that the faculty that we have in this program, you know, because of their diverse background in the industry, uh, because they are working professionals, they just have such this uh, just deep, deep understanding of the industry and, re- and a recognition of the various different directions that students can take. And so, you know, rather than trying to, you know, put people into boxes and say, well, you know, you need to go here, you need to go here. They do a beautiful job of working with each of the students and being able to understand, well, what, what is it that you need in your career, in your industry, in your organization? Um, and what can we do to be able to pull the threads together from your education that you've received here to be able to help catapult you to where you want to go? And I mean, the work that has come out of here through these capstones, it really does speak to the passion and the interests that they genuinely do put into these projects. It's not just another assignment. It's not just another project. It really is a passion project. And it sounds like it's really tailored learning, which is really important. And I think it helps keep a student motivated and on task. And it's purposeful work because it's something that is meaningful to that student. Absolutely. Can you share a broad overview of the curriculum to give people an idea of what is involved in this program? Um, So we have uh, six foundational courses uh, that every student takes. And again, that's part of our, you know, making sure that no matter where you're coming from, you know, we're able to ensure that all students have, you know, this foundational knowledge. Through that, what we're doing is we're basically walking you through um, two phases of health IT, essentially uh, foundational concepts, you know, all the way from, you know, all of like the key uh, topics that you would learn uh, throughout the industry, depending upon where you are, to ensure that you're getting exposure to various different things, whether it's how we use natural learning, whether it's how we use natural language, whether it's how we apply um, evaluation in health IT. So even if that's not necessarily your chosen field, it's at least ensuring that you're aware that these are the different roles that occur within health IT and the various different focus areas that while you yourself may not pursue them, you're certainly going to encounter colleagues who do. 
and it's something that you need to be aware of in your career. Being able to um, have a, a course in uh, data analytics, being able to look at public health, and uh, just to ensure that people have a, just, just a, bit, a real firm understanding of some of the core competencies that are necessary to be successful in, in um, health IT. And this is all based upon what we've heard from the industry experts. And then in addition to that, students have the ability to take four um, electives as well. We have electives that are within the program that we recommend, those that, you know, if you are uh, someone who is, you know, taking a more traditional health IT path, you know, those are the ones that we would recommend. Um, but certainly, as again, as I said, we again try to meet students where they are, and we want to be able to kind of tailor the experience depending upon what they need. So, you know, if you are, say, a student who, uh, again, certainly in our current environment, you know, right now where we're having to look at a lot of issues having to do with um, population health, we're looking at issues having to do with epidemiology. Well, as your advisor, I meet with you, we discuss that and we talk about, well, based upon your capstone, based upon your professional goals, what elective would best serve you to be and how would you use your the outcomes of this course and apply that into your work, both here in the program, but also in your career moving forward. Just to make sure that this isn't just simply checking boxes. We want to make sure that this is a meaningful, useful experience for, for, for each student. You were talking about certain areas of focus within the health IT industry. Could you go over those in terms of what the what that looks like? What is the potential landscape that people could find themselves in within this industry? Certainly. Well, one of the things that I I certainly experienced of like, for example, I worked at a Johns Hopkins Hospital for 10 years. That's an experience that I often will call back to is, for example, when I'm talking to students about some of the various different directions that they may find themselves in. Because even say, for example, even if you're only looking solely within working in, within one organization, say, even if you're only limiting yourself within one scope, you know, you may, for example, say, well, you know, I want to work on specifically the IT side of things, but you're still within the scope of a healthcare organization. So you have to be able to say, for example, you might be working on the side where you need to understand the policies that go into play within health IT. And so you're going to be working with stakeholders to be able to understand, well, what are the current laws that are uh, that are in place right now? How do we apply that when we're looking at things such as uh, data security in healthcare? How do we apply that when we're looking at the acquisition of new technologies in a healthcare environment? You know, you want to be able to speak to that and have an understanding of who are the key players, how to apply this, and to, to be able to be at the table and to be able to best represent all of your different constituents you know, within the hospital and those discussions. Also, when you consider the fact that there are so many different disciplines, um, oftentimes, you know, for example, uh, you know, in my case, I work for the Department of Nursing. So you have, for example, you'll have nursing informatics, but you also have informatics specific to, you know, uh, physicians. You have informatics specific to dentistry, to pharmacy. So depending upon where you're individually drawn, you can be drawn, say, to a particular uh, domain such as that. You can be interested in things such as security. You can be interested in a particular type of technology. For example, some people might say, you know, I'm especially interested in the use of artificial intelligence in health IT. I want to be able to explore how can we be able to use this to be able to address new innovations. And so that in its own becomes its own separate subsection within the umbrella that is health IT. 
so it's that that's one thing as a program that we kind of again keeping our finger on the pulse we need to you know kind of categorize and be able to make sure that we are reflecting the needs of our students and the industry as well so it sounds like the world is the oyster for students there's so many possibilities it's amazing what would you say hiring managers look for in candidates in terms of skills maybe traits of people their educational credentials, experience. What are the what are the types of things that people look for when they're hiring someone? Well, and of course, I mean, depending upon the individual jobs, I mean, certainly there's going to be uh, specific credentials that may vary depending upon you know what type of job. And certainly, if you're going more towards a, a data a data role, there's certain specific credentials that they look for. If it's more project management, you know, certainly there's there's more specialized credentials, and that's one thing that when I'm advising students, we'll talk a little bit about about in terms of depending on your path, what might make you the most attractive candidate for either your current position, say if you're looking for promotion. or say if you're looking for other organizations um, in in the future as well. In terms of, you know, one of the things that I've noticed that when I've been speaking with hiring manager and having hired people myself in the the past as well, I really feel that one of the things that uh, hiring managers really do appreciate a lot, though, is the ability to learn and the interest in learning. You know, people who come in with a learner's mindset, a growth mindset, uh, being able to come in and say, you know, here's what I did. You know, here is a capstone project I worked on. Here is an independent study I worked on that I was motivated on my own, you know, to want to pursue that interest, that drive, that self-starter, and just the ability and the interest in the industry to say, well, I did this on my own. And is something that I want to learn more about. And here's kind of a presentation of what I can do, I think is a really great way of being able to present to a hiring manager for them to say, you know, I can really see your potential and I can really see what potential skills that, you know, that you could bring to our team. And especially in the healthcare realm, you know, healthcare IT, I think that's so important because again, going back to the rapid change environment, as a healthcare um, hiring manager, you're having to not just think about what are the positions that are available today. You're having to think about, well, what are we going to have in two years, five years, 10 years? And is this person adaptable? And is this person going to be able to learn new skills? Is this person going to be able to take on new responsibilities? And and if you are someone that has shown a passion for learning, a passion for taking on new roles, learning new information, Um, I think that makes someone a very, very attractive candidate. I agree. We talked about the ever-changing dynamic nature of this industry and tying that to somebody who is a learner by nature. That's the perfect combination. It really is. And the last question I have for you, is there anything else about the health IT program that I haven't asked you that you think might add value to this conversation? What I think makes health IT a, a great career for someone is that it is just innately uh, a, a multidisciplinary industry. It's something where it brings in various different people from different perspectives, different backgrounds, different disciplines. And I really feel that that's something that in our program and certainly as the new GPD, you know, one of the things I feel that we excel at here at UMBC is the fact that we have so many strong, wonderful programs here. And we have strong uh, collaborations and uh, partnerships between programs as well. And that's one of the things that as a new GPD that I look forward to continue to strengthen as well is our, is our collaboration between uh, the different programs. Because, 
it is through these multidisciplinary collaborations that I feel that uh, students can continue to build this skill of working with people from diverse backgrounds, with people from, uh, you know, who bring in different skill sets, because these are the very people who they will either have or will continue to work with in the healthcare industry uh, to be able to bring forward new innovations. Now more than ever, I really feel that getting into the health IT field is great uh, simply because not only is it increasingly in demand, it's, it's such an essential part of our lives right now. Considering uh, our current reality with the pandemic, it's frankly a call to action. It's something where anybody who frankly has the skills, who has the passion, who has the talent, uh, now more than ever, if you have the interest and this is an area, I mean, we need you. There is so much opportunity to be able to contribute and just to be able to make the world better. Thank you so much, Dr. Van Dyke, for sharing your insights with us today. It's really been an incredibly enlightening conversation and it proves that there's such a necessity out there for health IT experts. Sounds like it's a perfect time to enter this field. Thank you for sharing those thoughts with us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this episode of UMBC's Miked Up. We hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to learn more about UMBC's Health Information Technology Graduate Program, please visit us at healthtech.umbc.edu.